Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're watching this fourth episode of Nestor Mind. Uh, this is probably the, I think this is the fourth or fifth time I've done something for the fourth episode, but I've always changed my mind because something else has come up or particularly didn't like the way maybe uh, I said something. The one thing I'm gonna not I'm not gonna do on this is I'm not gonna self censor. Uh, the only things that I I didn't want to I said a few names that I shouldn't have said each time. Uh, thought about that and haven't talked to the people yet that names I've mentioned, so I'm not gonna go there. So what I wanted to do and what I started to do about three or four times was the video I talked about though in an earlier episode about the Virginia Department of Corrections and just what an absolute cesspool of leadership that place is, but I'm going to save that. I'm going to save it because I can't, I, I can't tiptoe around stuff or I can't dance around stuff. One, cause I'm a horrible dancer and my, yeah, you know, nobody wants to see that. Cause I mean, it will, it will give you nightmares. And my kids, when I dance, you know, for them, when it, we're trying to do something funny or they're watching a little show, they literally get underneath the covers and beg me to stop. So for the children, I'm going to do it for the children. I'm not going to dance, but anyway, yeah, uh, believe it or not, I have my hearing. I had to look it up again because I thought I was hallucinating, which sometimes happened to me. I don't know. Does it happen to you? Maybe it's the mushrooms or the acid or something. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I got to go full bore on that. And that's going to be probably March 1st or right around there because believe my hearing, uh, to take care of some things I want to take care of is <clears throat> actually scheduled for February 29th. I'm about 99% sure on that. Yeah. The 29th. So the leap year. Yeah. They pushed this. They, I mean, I was terminated in October and they pushed this and they've stretched this out. I mean, I understand the holidays, but like, you know, I got to go against the lawyer. So it's not going to be some Perry Mason kind of not going to pull some, uh, what is it? What's that movie with uh, Reese Witherspoon? I know her name, but I can't think of the movie legal. Legally Blonde or something like that. Yeah, where she pulls some fantastic. No, mine's, my defense is, and my issue is going to be just the truth. And uh, But, yeah, I can't I can't really get into it the way I want to get into it until everything's been resolved or until I've had my say. And then I, then I don't care because they can't fire me for a third time. They've tried, you know, the, the two times they fired me <laughs> over this one incident is uh, enough. But anyway, so... What I'm going to do is do a little bit of an origin story, you know, let y'all know uh, how I got to where I'm at right now, which is in a secret underground bunker deep, deep, deep in the bowels of Virginia. I can't tell you what city, Montrose, and I wouldn't give you any idea of how close to the road I am, probably baseball distance throw. I, I still got a pretty good arm. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, I uh, traveled in a in a very elite circle of people. Uh, I've got a closeted gay friend that uh, likes to do movie reviews, so he's going to be on the... I don't know what his pronouns are right now, but I talked about him earlier. Yeah, he's going to be on... And believe it or not, i got some people that have asked me about him, uh, so I don't know what, what that's all about. But anyway, yeah, he'll be on. Give, me, give us a movie review. So uh, then I got... Uh, Dottie, and she's an interesting character, or he's an interesting character. I say she, he's got an Adam's apple and a deep voice and hands and, you know, like a man. And so he says he was, or she says, I'm sorry, let me not 
dead name or a pronoun or whatever they call that stuff. Said she was a Russian gymnast, and I think she got into the testosterone and all the other, you know, steroids and stuff like that. But I've seen her squat and piss in an alleyway, and her 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 stuff is bigger than mine. So I mean, if it was, you know, it's it's a dangerous look. But she's a, she's a good person, uh, Dottie. She's uh, she'll be interesting to talk to. Now, when you hear, her, she'll probably sound like a man. Because to be honest with you, she looks like a man, but she's a funny character. So uh, we'll have her on. Dottie is her name. That's how we're going to call what, what she is. Uh, yeah, so basically I'm going to start uh, after high school because I think I haven't really done anything before that except finger painting. And that was like in the seventh or eighth grade. And I learned to read, I think, in the 10th grade. And Virginia still thought it was good enough to give me. A diploma. So I, I went. I skated through high school with no problem at all. On my stunningly good looks and ability to bullshit teachers. But uh, then I joined the military in the eighties, and uh, and basic training right away. I should have known it was going to be something different because I had this drill sergeant, and he did not like me. He didn't like me too much because kind of a free spirit, and I like to say what I want to say. So he really got on my ass, and. Uh, Got into the bathroom one night, and I was, you know, of course, he had me cleaning the toilets and everything. I thought I'd take a shot at him. And he hit me right in the stomach, knocked all the wind out of me, but didn't knock the fight out of me. So, uh, you know, he uh, was out on the PT field and uh, fell off the tower and hurt himself. So he couldn't do, he couldn't, you know, do basic training. He couldn't help us through our graduation. And I wasn't about to do it again. So I got the guys together and we crammed all night long and we came up with a, a pretty good dance routine that I think, uh, you know, might actually have been pretty good, like on a, like a showtime at the Apollo or something like that. It was really good. And we so impressed this general that he sent us over to Germany, you know, with this secret mission. And uh, when I saw the secret mission, I knew, I knew right then and there I wanted to get into the the dark arts, the side of the military, the special forces, the deltas, the Navy SEALs. Uh, I would say Marine recon, but let's not pretend that the Marine is actually part of the military. Those poor guys are so soft. I mean, don't let that, the fact that they are the only branch that met their quota, don't let that fool you. Cause I mean, they only need like six people a year cause nobody wants to join that thing, uh, that group. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, and uh, we're in this warehouse. This item is covered up that we're supposed to be guarding. And uh, my buddy and I, we take a look at it. What do you know? It, it's an RV, tactical RV. So we go ahead and decide that Munich isn't that far away. And, you know, I like alcohol and alcohol likes me. So we decided, plus prostitution is basically legal in Germany. So we decide we're going to go. And uh, we, we take the vehicle. Well... The company commander finds out, and he, you know, sends some people after us. Well, long story short, the guys make a wrong turn. They get caught in Romania or some other cesspool, communist cesspool at the time. Remember, this is the 80s, so the wall hadn't gone down yet. Uh, and so basically, you know, we, we fight and gun our way out of it and everything, and I come back a hero. So I start out as a, as a private, and before you know it, within, I'm a sergeant. So I get off, get off the plane. I'm escorted into the building. Boom. You know, special forces. I go straight to Fort Bragg. 
uh, whisked in there. Everybody's impressed with just, you know, I look good in my uniform, so that's uh, one good thing that'll impress you. So I'm at Bragg um, teaching Delta Force classes because those guys that, you know, they're high speed, don't get me wrong, but they sometimes they need a little help, especially with Land Nav because the Land Nav program, it's like, you go through land nav and they give you this many points and you know, you're going all through here and all through there, but they don't bother to tell you how long you have. And I don't think that's right. I think, you know, just like in combat, everything's basically laid out. You kind of know what's going on. So there shouldn't be any surprises. So anyway, I'm kind of getting a little bit burnt out and I let my hair grow long because in Delta, you can, you know, grow a beard and everything like that. So I let my hair grow long. And then, you know, I'm at this stabbing jab place in downtown Fayetteville, which we called Vietnam, which it is. Probably still is to this day. And I kill a man in a bar fight with my bare hands. So the next thing you know, boom, I'm in prison. That wasn't good. But being, you know, somebody that's really, really, really good with his hands and feet and, uh, you know, not afraid of ripping another man's throat out and showing it to him. I, you know, I think I'm all right. I'll do this, you know, five, six years and I'm out of here. Well, Next thing you know, I'm, I'm I'm being transferred with all these other guys and, uh, you know, some pretty shady characters, some guys that have bald heads. And, you know, if you have a bald head, you're a dangerous person. So they take over the plane somehow while I'm on it, you know, and we're being transferred. I think they were sending me to Leavenworth or something. And, uh, you know, long story short on that one, too, we end up crashing on the Sunset Strip in Vegas. You know, I've, we tussle and everything like that. I end up killing everybody. And, you know, I get off the plane and I've got this, uh, I'll never forget because I got this white tank top and it's, you know, not, you know, as many people as I killed on the plane, there's no blood on it or anything like that. But, you know, that, and that's the kind of thing, you know, I, don't, I wasn't worried about killing people and doing all the other stuff, the crazy stuff. I was worried about, you know, my shirt because, you know, you, you have to put, you know, like there's human life and then there's laundry and I hate to do laundry. So I kind of put laundry above human life, but that's just me. It's one of my quirks. But anyway, so then, uh, you know, I got a pardon uh, for killing that man in the bar. I forget how that happened. I wasn't paying much attention uh, at the time. I think I might have been concussed in the plane crash or whatever. But I had some good looking hair, though. It doesn't look that good now. But, uh, yeah, it was it was long because it's always a good idea to have long hair in prison nothing bad happens to you in prison if you have long hair if you're gonna if you're gonna actually go do time in prison and you're not delta force trained special ops black ops cia trained moasad trained you know it's best to go into prison you know as thin as you possibly can go in there and with long hair and you know play dumb like you don't really know what's going on so you can you know, and don't worry about money because you can borrow a lot of stuff. You have your prison credit card. They do give you, a, well, they don't give it to you, but you have a prison credit card you can use if necessary. Uh, that's what I would suggest for people like yourselves, ordinary people, people that don't have superhuman abilities to think their way out of a situation and or fight. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and then that leads us up to, uh, I got rearrested and uh, in another European country, and I got sent to a Turkish prison. And I was there for a while. I kind of got a little stir crazy in there, and uh, that was that was not that was not pleasant. I didn't have to kill anybody, you know. Uh, nobody pressed me in the shower or anything like that. So you know, I was a little disappointed. I kind of felt like like the ugly ugly girl at the dance, but that was all right. I guess you know, everybody knew that. Yeah, 
basically kill them if they tried anything. But, you know, you still like to feel like, you know, you're wanted or, you know, you're attractive after so many years and different stints in prison and stuff like that. So, yeah, I spent, uh, I think it was like 16 years and uh, might have been less. I don't know. And then I escaped. I just, you know what? I said, you know what? I'm tired of being here. I don't want to do it. And I just escaped. But uh, some bad things happen in Turkish prisons. Worse than American prisons. You wouldn't believe it, but yeah. And I was wrongly accused anyway. They tried to say I bought some hashish in when all I brought in was like, I think it was like two to 300 pounds of uh, heroin. So, I mean, if you're going to convict me for something, you know, at least get the paperwork right. So, yeah, so that's basically got us caught up now. And then I uh, met my wife in the jungles of Colombia. I pulled her out of there, got her uh, wearing, you know, human clothes because she was, I think she was, when I met her, I, I'm pretty sure I've got a pr pretty decent memory. I think she was wearing chicken feathers, a chicken feather uh, skirt. And I don't even think she was wearing a bra. I don't think they have bras over there in Colombia in the jungle. So, yeah, I pulled her out of there and, uh, Showed her what American money looked like. She really liked the look of a five and ten dollar bill. So I said, "Hey, come with me. We'll make a life. We'll have two kids. You know, I'm I'm a little bit old, but you know, don't worry about it." And she said, "I don't care. I get a green card. It doesn't matter. I'll have two kids. I'm you're gonna die soon anyway." So that's basically where we're at right now. Uh, I think I've got y'all caught up. Might have missed a, a fact or two here and there, but uh, you know, like. I had to do a little uh, little crossover training with Mossad there in Israel when I was in Egypt. And uh, I don't know if anybody's watched or looked at my Facebook page, but, you know, and I'm proud of it because it's, it's like a two, two or three day class. And so they teach you how to kill a man with a Q-tip. And you would think, yeah, that sounds easy, but it's not that easy. And so, you know, you get like a, you get like a white belt, a purple belt brown belt and black belt and so like it's like it goes by increments of 10 so if you know 10 ways of killing you get your white belt 20 blah blah blah, so on so i got up to 100 ways of killing a, a man and it's only a man for some weird reason i don't understand gender thing but it's only a man you, you're not supposed to kill a woman i think it's against the geneva convention to kill a woman with a q-tip i'm not sure i've only killed like 15 or 20 women so and i mean they they had it coming so don't, don't i'm not a you know don't be trying to get some unsolved crime and you know, Aloysius, Tennessee or something like that, you know, some stalker. No, I'm not like that. They all had it coming to them. They were all like either Russian whores or Cuban whores or some drug dealer's wife or girlfriend. And, you know, I had to get close to the drug dealer. And so I'd kill them and pretend I was her for a little while. But I didn't enjoy it. But, you know, the killing that is I didn't enjoy the uh, Some of them maybe. But anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they told me 100. Uh, so I'm, I'm up to like 119 and I think I'm kicking ass. And there's this guy that. You know, he's like at 115. And so we're having like a battle. And I, I, I want, I like even numbers. I don't like anything odd numbered. So I like, I wanted to get to 120. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to kill this shithead because he's, you know, and I think that's what they wanted. They wanted to see who was going to kill each other first. I didn't sleep for like three weeks. I was on methamphetamine. I, I was on more meth than the, the Nazi soldiers when, the, you know, during the Blitzkrieg and stuff. I mean, I was, whew, holy smokes, man. I was like Stevie Nicks in a concert in the seventies. I was just coked up and, and methed up and just out of my mind. But, uh, yeah, I ended up killing him and got my 120th, uh, kill. And I won't tell you how it's classified. So I can't tell you how I killed him. I can give you the numbers, where the school was at, how many people were in the school, the name of some of the people in the school. And I'll do that in another episode. But 
if I tell you how I killed somebody, then I'll get, you know, some boys from the farm will come down to have a talk with me, which I'm probably due for one of those talks anyway. And this will probably get it started. But uh, yeah, so basically we're all caught up and this will be episode four. I'm going to try to keep it short again. Uh, I'm trying to get the Dottie lined up to come in. She's a little hesitant. I don't know if it's that time of the month or one of her testicles dropped or something. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, My other friend, uh, the gay movie reviewer, he's got a busy schedule and plus he's got a a wife and kids. So he's leaving, leading that, you know, pretend life because... Nobody, nobody watches the, like I said, nobody watches the types of movies and the kind of movies and the amount of movies that, that he's done in his life and not, you know, not be a homosexual. Cause that's, I'm, I think that's how you become a homosexual as you watch too many movies. Cause I know the whole time I was in prison, I was a lot of those guys that like to try to booty grab people in the shower. I noticed they watched a lot of movies in the day room. So. Because, I mean, I look at a man's ass, and I don't care how long it's been since I, I, it doesn't do anything for me. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, And I'm not trying to judge anybody. I mean, if you, you know, if you, if that's what you're into, God bless you, let you have it. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so I don't want to get too sidetracked on gay sex because I don't want to offend anybody and or turn anybody on. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be episode four. And... uh gonna go into the house slap the shit out of the wife and uh make her upload it because she's i believe it or not from the jungles of columbia she's actually pretty good with a computer so and i don't like to do anything this is about as much work as i intend to do today and i i I know the kids are going to want me to play with them and talk to them and maybe read a book to them but i don't believe in that i don't believe in coddling kids you know that's how you spoil them i think the only time you should have any interaction with your kids is at dinner time or when you just walk by them and just smack them upside the top, you know, just right upside the top of the heads, preferably with like your wedding ring finger, because that one, it stings a little bit more. But my three-year-old, he's got good reflexes. So he's kind of starting to, he's starting to dodge and get out of the way. He's kind of like me, you know, when people shoot at you and try to kill you and stuff like that. And if you get good at it. So, uh, yeah, plus, like I said, I think I said it on episode two or three. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already, like I said, I'm already 55. So I'm, I'm downhill fast and uh hopefully he'll take me out by the time i'm like i'm I'm shooting for like 70 maybe 72 depending if i can if uh the little man can still rise and salute then uh you know i'll put it off for a while but once he once he dies i'm going with him i'm you know he'll go first but i'll be right behind him so uh, anyway god bless y'all take care and i will see you on episode uh five